Today on Pilgrim Radio's His People, Gunnar Hansen, with Memorial Day reflections from a pastor and former Navy SEAL. But to me, the, when we go to the cemetery, when we visit my, my, the graves of, of my uh, dear friends, um, to me it's a time of, of reflection about this life, like what they gave uh, for the freedoms that we have. There's certainly a, a sense of gratitude. There, there's, a, there's a sense of, you know, recognizing that that all of our lives are, you know, but flashes in the pan. Gunnar Hansen, next on His People. Today, Memorial Day, is a day of remembrance for those who have died in service of the United States of America. Gunnar Hansen, pastor of Valley Baptist Church in Valley Center near San Diego, is with us to share some thoughts on the importance of this national holiday. As you'll hear, he served a number of years with the SEALs. Pastor Hansen, tell us a bit about your background. Well, I serve at uh, Valley Center as a senior pastor of a small church here that I restarted about nine years ago. And I'm married to my wife, Anna, who we've been married uh, 14 years, and we have four uh, beautiful little kids, two girls, two boys. And um, prior to the ministry, I served in the military for just shy of 12 years, um, from July of 1993 until I separated in about March of 2005. Um, but during that time, I uh, served um, within the SEAL community, and uh, and it was also during that journey that I that I came to Christ. Um, sort of a, a rough, bumpy road for me. Well, I did want to ask you about a lot of things there, but as you mentioned, you were a Navy SEAL, and from what I've read, 80 to 90 percent attrition rate or, or dropout during the training. Why, why did you want to put yourself through that? <laughs> That's a good question. I, uh, I I was a young man. I, I had um, part of my journey of coming to Christ. I was raised in sort of an abusive home. Uh, my mother was was an alcoholic and very physically abusive. Uh, divorced from my dad, and and that sort of laid a foundation. I, I or maybe a the lack of a foundation um, academically, um, and I've always sort of had an inclination for sort of. Uh, water and, and exciting things and and so as I approached my you know senior year of high school I recognized that um, by that time I was living with my dad and 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 I recognized that he wasn't going to just fund college for how I was performing academically and uh, you know I I came to learn about the seal program and it, it there was something about it that attracted me um, and so the the community with the that's offered within the SEAL teams uh, was something that drew me uh, to the community. Uh, you're right about the, the the attrition rate is is very high. We started with um, I think there were about 188 guys and 14 of us made it through the program. Mm. Um, and how or why I, I made it through or didn't quit, um, I, I, I truly believe sort of that, that God's hand was upon me, kind of going through. Um, as an instructor, there are guys who are totally fit and, and strong and, and something happens where they don't make it through or they quit or they get hurt. There are guys who you don't think will make it through and, 
and suddenly as the pressure is applied to them, that they're able to get through. And, and so I, I really do believe that in that season of my life um, that, that God really helped me to get through the program. And I think that with my childhood, with the abuses that I went through, I think there was a certain wiring and sort of perspective of, of being able to endure certain hardships um, through the difficulty of my childhood that, that kind of uniquely equipped me to sort of handle some of the struggles that uh, we faced at BUDS, which is field training. Well, how many deployments did you have and, and uh, where did you serve? Uh, I was I was predominantly at uh, on the west coast out of Coronado. Um, the first uh, command that I was at after graduating, I was at SEAL Team Three, and then I went on to um, become a buds instructor for my last few years. Um, I was in three platoons. The first one I got in trouble, and that was sort of where I came to Christ. And then through that experience. Um, I, after a few months of getting in trouble, losing my security clearance, I then was able to get my security clearance back and then go back into the team. And then I did uh, two uh, two additional platoons following that. Did, did you serve in in Iraq or Afghanistan? You know, my last deployment, we um, my last deployment, we got back in June of 2001. So we had just returned from the Middle East um, uh, just prior to 9/11. That was before I went to Buds. Uh, at my team during that time, we were responsible for the Middle East. And so I've virtually a number of the countries in the Middle East I've been to. So. Now, you mentioned, uh, Pastor Hansen, that your road to coming to Christ was kind of, uh, uh, you said, kind of a rough and bumpy one. You mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago you'd, you'd gotten into some trouble, even in the, in the SEALs. Tell us, uh, if you would, how the Lord led you, what happened, how you came to Christ, uh, whatever you might like to share. Yeah, I would say that, um, so as a, as a young man in the abusive home growing up in between Monterey, California and Lake Tahoe, uh, my mom and her um, problems, she had a, a spiritual side. So I was kind of raised in the Catholic Church, and, and so I was exposed to things of God. But because of the abuse and the alcohol, there was sort of a... a there was a problem in my mind with God. And, but at the same time, throughout my childhood, I would say that I, I, I always felt that I had sort of a Godward bent, a uh, very sensitive conscience about things. And, and I, you know, I believe that there was a God, but I, I was having a hard time grappling with the conditions that I was in. And, 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 and so uh, by the time I went into boot camp, I remember boot camp was a, was a big sort of, mile marker for me. Um, that first Sunday in boot camp, uh, we uh, we had the option of attending um, as many religious services as we wanted to or or none. The, the, mm-hmm. the caveat to that was if we didn't go to religious services, then we had to stay back and clean all day. And oh. so I opted to go to the Catholic Mass and then to the Protestant service. And, mm-hmm. and so I spent from breakfast to lunch going to church that first Sunday. <laughs> and the Catholic service, it was kind of what I remembered um, as, a, as a child. And it, uh, without, I, I, you know, I love my Catholic uh, friends and family. and sure. But it was boring to me. And I and I, I, I was just as bored in boot camp at, at Mass as I had been previously. And then I stuck around for the Protestant service. And the Protestant service, I, I can't tell you what the pastor preached on, but I just remember that there was singing and, and 
um, there was a joy in this sort of service, and, and it just seemed to make a lot of sense to me. And so when the second week rolled around, they had um, they said, well, which service are you going to? And I said, well, I'm going to go to both of them again. I want to get out of cleaning again. They said, no, 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 on the second week, you can only go to one. Mm. And so at that moment is when I, I opted for the Protestant service. And so for every week of boot camp, I went um, to the Protestant service. Um, I remember praying during boot camp. I remember really kind of being bought into church uh, during that, that season. And, and so when I left boot camp, I thought, well, I just need to go to a Protestant church. And unfortunately, I ended up at another church that was boring, and I sort of wandered from the faith again. And so that, if that was in 1993, 1994, uh, a couple of years went along um, to, to about 1995. In 1995, I made it through um, BUDS training. I checked into the SEAL team. Did you say BUDS? Yes, which is it, it's a... Okay, got it. And, uh, and so I graduated from there. I, I checked into SEAL Team 3, and it was July 2nd of, uh, let's see, I often get the year wrong, of 1995. And, and so that weekend I was out drinking at a friend's house from high school, and I opted to drive home. And, and when I was driving home, I was the sheriff um, attempted to make a stop on me, and I fled from the scene, and I got away initially. They eventually... They eventually got me, and I pled guilty to resisting evading arrest. And and through that experience, I ended up, uh, long story short, losing my security clearance. And without a security clearance, you can't be a Navy SEAL. And so there was a six-month window there where my whole world had sort of fallen apart. My um, my, my identity was sort of stripped from me, and, and I didn't know what I was going to do as a, as a young man. At this point, I was 20 years old. And a, a dear friend of mine uh, from high school, my, my, he was a brother to me, he suddenly became a Christian, and he wouldn't, he, quite frankly, he just wouldn't shut up about <laughs> Jesus. And, yeah. and he kept nagging me to go to church. And, and um, after many months of his harassment, I finally sort of conceded that I would go to church with him under the stipulation that he would never ask me to go again. And so I, I went to church, and... Uh, and it, it was kind of going back to boot camp, and, and there was clarity, and the gospel was presented in a clear way. And over the course of, you know, a, a year or so, um, I, I eventually surrendered my life to, to Christ. I, I, I accepted Christ as Savior, but I was still sort of living a dual life between drinking a ton um, and then going to church on Sundays and my hypocrisy sort of uh, found me out on a trip with a friend where he he challenged me and and God really got a hold of me kind of you know are you going to give me all of who you are or are you going to kind of try to go down two roads and, and so that was in 1996 when when I think that the whole who Jesus was who I was and how I needed to, to, to respond to him things got really clear there and and that became a, it just started a journey for me figuring out how my Christianity fit within the culture of being a Navy SEAL, and, and that was that was a very rough road for me to learn, figuring out how there wasn't a conflict of interest, but, but they really could work together. Mm. And, and then uh, the Lord leading you to the pastoral ministry, as you're now the pastor of Valley Baptist Church in Valley Center near San Diego, uh, that was obviously some years after that. Yeah, that was, um, 
Valley Baptist Church in Valley Center in Southern California near San Diego. And uh, we're talking to him not only about his, his testimony uh, of how he came to Christ and his military background, as you heard, he served as a Navy SEAL, uh, later called into the pastoral ministry. But this is Memorial Day, Pastor Hansen. And of course, I'd like to, I'd like to ask you, uh, as we reflect on those who've given their lives in defense of our country, how important is this day to you personally and, and to your family? Well, I entered the Navy in 1993, and it, it, it wasn't 10 years later that, that Memorial Day really became uh, meaningful to me. Uh-huh. On June 26, 2003, uh, my whole world was was absolutely sort of decimated. I'd been a Christian now for about six years, and um, my my best friend of the SEAL teams, you know, one of there were, you know, 14 of us who had made it through. Um, my dear friend, Tommy Retzer, he was my swim buddy. We went through the program together. We served in our first platoon together. Uh, I got a call on June 26 that while he was serving with SEAL Team 6, he was in Afghanistan, and, and, and I got word that he was shot in the head and his life, was he was killed in combat. Mm-hmm. And um, it rocked my world. It was, uh, I, yeah. I, I had... Sort of, you know, I knew things about, you know, the afterlife. I knew that Jesus had died for my sin, but but now I was faced with with death in a in a in a profound way, and and uh, it, it it really, I don't want to say it stumbled me in the sense that I walked away from the Lord, but it really 
um, shook me to my core and really grappling with life and, and really Tommy's death that he was the, the first of, you know, really a season of about 10 or so years of, of dear brothers and, and students that I had put through that, that I'd lost in combat. I've, I really lost sort of count, but, but, a, but a handful of, well, more than a handful, a number of very good friends of mine have been uh, killed in combat. And, and so things like the National Anthem and Memorial Day, it, it's, it's not what it used to be. And, and so for me, I think what we end up doing on this weekend is, is first and foremost, we, we do enjoy it. I, you know, our community, we have a parade and, mm-hmm. and a rodeo. And, and I certainly, with my family, enjoy all of those things because every one of my buddies who was killed in combat, they would want us to enjoy the weekend. Yeah. But, but on Memorial Day, my family, we do, we go to a national cemetery and we spend the day um, with a uh, family of those who have been killed and, and fellow teammates, and we sort of wander the graves of, of our fallen brothers and, and uh, you know, it's emotional kind of even talking about now. Um, yeah. But we... Uh, you know, I let my kids know. I, I try to keep their uh, their story alive about who they were and the impact that they they had on me. And, and you'd asked um, as you contacted me about like sort of the, the biblical significance of this holiday. I, I think for me the why this day is so meaningful to me is, is is a verse. I know a lot of people talk about. You know, Jesus talks about that. You know, he uh, you know that uh, giving your life another individual is a, is a really big deal. And, and I, I think that's not where my mind tends to go for this holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, Ecclesiastes 7.2, there's a verse there that says, um, it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting because that is the end of every man and the living takes it to heart. And so, so to me, the, when we go to the cemetery, when we visit my, my, the graves of, of my uh, dear friends, um, to me, it's a time of, of reflection about this life, like what they gave uh, for the freedoms that we have. There's certainly a, a sense of gratitude. There's there's a there's a sense of you know recognizing that that all of our lives are you know but flashes in the pan, and and so we have very little time on this earth, and so it's really a a remi- it's a reminder to me to, to recognize like what what is this life about, and and, and what things are meaningful I have. Any suggestions, Pastor Hansen, for extending thanks to family members who have lost uh, a loved one, a husband, a a father, a son, uh, who gave their life uh, for our country in the military? You know, I, I, Debbie Lee is uh, is the mother. She's a gold star mom of a, of a student that I put through training, Mark Lee. He was the, the first deal to, to, to die in Iraq. And he was a believer. And, and uh, I know that she, through America's Mighty Warriors, has she's really on this campaign to, to help people to, to sort of reclaim Memorial Day, that it's, it's really not about veterans. I know that a lot of good-intentioned people sort of will, will thank veterans on, 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 on Memorial Day. And mm-hmm. as we've gone through our nation, as we've gone through this new sort of season of, of combat where, where we have those who've been killed in action, um, I, I, I know that the intention is, is good, but there are many veterans who, who actually serve with guys who are killed, and, and their, their memories like linger in our minds. And so I think that, um, like I, 
I think something that it's neat to do if you find a veteran and you thank them on Memorial Day, but to say, you know, did you lose anybody in combat? Do you know anybody that you'd like to, you know, to share with me about them? And and uh, because we want nothing more than to keep their their memory alive and and their you know their widows and their children that they leave behind um, to try to keep something alive of them uh, from their time on Earth so that they could be remembered as is something that I, I, I find meaningful. If you if you start asking veterans about people that they lost during the service that had an impact on them, uh, I found that they will talk and share stories for a long time talking about those who have fallen. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm guessing some, uh, Pastor Hansen as well, on this day on Memorial Day might watch some of the many military or war-themed movies to remind them of, I don't know, if it's about D-Day or if it's about the Vietnam War or, if, you know, the more recent ones like American Sniper or Lone Survivor that dealt with the SEALs. What, what is your view of of those kind of uh, films or, or, or something to do like that on, on Memorial Day? You know, every person will, will decide on their own. I, I, I typically, there are very few of those movies that I actually enjoy watching. I, um, they, uh, they, they're hard because of the with the technology and the filming that they, the accuracy of it um, has has depicted in such a way that it's too vivid. Um, I definitely have heard wonderful things by a lot of those movies. Um, it, it, so, so I, it, I am not opposed to people watching them. I, um, I, a book I do recommend to people is, is uh, the book Fearless. Uh, it's the story of Adam Brown. Um, he's a brother in the Lord, and he had a, God used him in a tremendous way. And uh, his widow, um, they really are trying to share things of Christ in his death. And um, so a book like Fearless, which I believe they're turning into a movie, I would, I would definitely highly uh, support. Um, and, and I think that if a person's going to watch that uh, a movie to, to remember the fallen, I'm, I'm all for that. I know I, I'm, I'm personally really big into CrossFit, and so Memorial Day we do we do the Murph, which is a big to remember our uh, Lieutenant Murphy, who who was awarded the Medal of Honor for his service in Afghanistan with Marcus Trell, and and uh, so I'm all for you know anything where we sort of reclaim Memorial Day to remember that it's about those who have sacrificed all in service of their country uh, for the freedom that we can enjoy. And, and, uh, and I don't think there's anything wrong with having a barbecue and, and enjoying and giving thanks for the day that uh, we have because many have sacrificed so that we can en enjoy this great nation that we live in. Well, Pastor Hanson, thank you so much for joining us. Just a sort of a footnote, you, your story, your life story of how you came to Christ has actually been featured on uh, the Unshackled Dramatic uh, radio program that uh, some of our listeners may be familiar with. Uh, how did that come about, and how do you feel it came out? Um, th that was a tremendous experience. I remember early on uh, uh, coming to Christ, learning about the, the, the Unshackled radio program. I didn't know much about it, I, I, but I enjoyed listening to the stories and and so a few years ago, um, I, I believe it was following the death of Bin Laden, I had blogged about a reaction paper that sort of uh, took off, and, and through that, uh, the media had sort of started approaching me, and my wife you know, suggested, she's like, I want to, she's like, you give me permission to suggest, submit your story to Unshackled, and, and uh, so my wife actually submitted my story to Unshackled, and then they responded back, and 
you know, they had a whole lot of questions about my life and, and uh, you know, they, they, the direction they went with my story was, um, it, it was probably one of the harder veins of my life that they, that they, the thread that they decided to follow was sort of the issue of abortion and the abortion that I was connected with and, and my having to, after being married, to confess that to my wife, um, one of the hardest moments of my life in our marriage and, and that was the that was the one thread that they wanted to follow. So, so I'm I'm grateful that God used that pain in our lives to, to help others. And um, if people want to listen to that, that's my website is thesealpastor.com. They it's linked there, and you can find it there. Um, listen to. You've been listening to His People on Pilgrim Radio. Many thanks to today's guest, Gunnar Hansen, pastor of Valley Baptist Church in Southern California. Now from the Pilgrim Radio News Desk, a Memorial Day cross display honoring fallen soldiers is back up along a state highway in Georgia after it was taken down recently amid controversy. 